you for listening to What Happens in His House Stays in His House Strength Over Silence Podcast. I'm your host, Tammy Montgomery Dozier. I do appreciate you guys listening to me for another week. Um, So today I want to talk about anger, anger issues, anger management, and what makes people angry. For myself, uh, when I was growing up in my 20s, I had really bad anger issues. I mean, when I say I would get mad, I would get mad. I would throw things. Went to the doctor. They said I was manic depressive and they wanted to put me on medication. I didn't take medication because, you know, hey, taking medication would mean that I would have to say, is there something really wrong with me that I just didn't want to deal with? And that was in my 20s. And looking back now, I can see that there were a lot of unresolved issues that I had, which was the reason for my anger because I didn't know how to deal with a lot of different things at that time. So what happened and how it got better is that I went on a retreat. I went on a spiritual retreat, not religious, but spiritual with this organization. And I got to learn a lot about myself, uh, how to control my anger and where the anger stemmed from in my life. And so that really, truly helped me out a lot. So it's not that I don't get angry now. I just know how to control it better because I know how bad it was for me in the past. And it is so easy, people. It's so easy to get angry. People tell you not to get angry. But if there are so some things that you have not dealt with internally, they will sneak up on you. So I have gotten better with not getting angry. And I also have gotten better with expressing myself when I feel like something isn't right. Because a lot of times, if you hold that stuff in, it can come back to haunt you. And that's where that anger can stem from. So what are some of the things that make us angry? Maybe somebody has grown up thinking that it's always okay to act out your anger aggressively and violently. If you grew up in a home where people were always angry and fussing and fighting, you may think that that was normal within your household and people outside of your household act the same way. You may have been brought up to believe that you shouldn't complain. So then what do you do? You hold everything in because you feel like, okay, well, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Then it ends up becoming long-term problems. You know how they say when you sweep stuff under a rug and how how big that pile can get? That's what that can do to you because it gradually, if somebody keeps on gnawing at you, you have your boss at work or you have things at home and you're constantly taking it. You are going to explode if you're not expressing how you feel and how that makes you feel. You may have witnessed your parents or other adults' anger when it was out of control. As I said before, you might have grown up in it, heard arguments and heard different things. And, you know, I don't argue to this day because when I was growing up, my parents argued a lot. And I was like, you know what? I don't argue because I never saw that do anything for anybody. But I have gotten angry because I did not know how to talk and express myself. So the anger was, I was one of those angry, as they say, black women that was always angry all the time and bitter. And sometimes people may look at the African-American community and wonder like, why are they so angry? Well, I think what it is, is that too, that people don't understand that as African-Americans, what we deal with on a daily basis. 
about racism and people don't think it exists. It exists. You have your people at work. You go into a store. I don't think when you work anywhere, I don't think when you go places, a lot of times, I don't think nobody ever not reminds you that you're black. You can always feel it. You always know. And people are like, well, no, you're probably just being paranoid. No. And so that's where anger derives from as well within our community when people say, well, they're just angry. They have no idea of what it is, what it's like to have to deal with that on a daily basis. And you can see that from last year with all of the riots that just bubbled over. You know, think about it. We as African-Americans have only been able to vote within the last 50 years when everybody else had rights to do so. And, you know, and it's always seems unfair with so many things that go on. So that is a lot of reasons why we do have that anger that evolves and takes place when things happen. You know, with the George Floyd situation, it had just bubbled over and people just got tired. Ahmaud Arbery, people just got tired. And that's all you ever see is, and not saying that it doesn't happen to other races, because I'm sure that it does. However, for our community, we're scared to have our sons and daughters go out late at night, especially our sons, getting pulled over by the police just for a minor traffic stop and ended up being dead. Not to say that it can't happen to women, because look at Sandra Bland, same thing. So we have a right for anger because it has bubbled over. And that comes from anger sometimes exists from not being heard, not feeling like your feelings are being validated. Also, when you're dealing with problems in your life, like with this whole COVID thing, uh, people at home working, people stressing over bills, looking for assemblage checks, can't pay their car, no, can't pay their house, no, can't feed their kids. Those are all reasons that people get angry. So it's hard sometimes when you're within yourself, although you can't change it. That's the only way you feel that you can deal with it. So what are some of the things that we can do to kind of control our anger? Sometimes we can think before we speak. For me, I had to learn that. Give myself about 10 seconds before I react or longer. Because when I react out of emotion, nothing good has ever came out of me reacting out of emotion. Majority of times where I have reacted out of emotion, I've always had to apologize afterwards because I led my emotions to lead me. And sometimes that's not always good. And sometimes once you let that anger pass and you calm yourself down, then it's okay to express how you're feeling so you won't have an emotional reaction. They also say that physical exercise can sometimes reduce some of the stress. Taking time out for the people that have kids. Sometimes you got to take a time out as well. I hear mothers going in the bathroom, hiding snacks, and just having a good time by themselves because sometimes they just need a getaway. And that's very understandable. The stresses of everything. And sometimes and this is something that I've learned to do. Sometimes focusing on what makes you mad is sometimes working on resolving whatever is going on at hand. I had to change my thought process for that. Is that more like now I more think of, okay, what is the solution to this problem versus just getting mad? Because if I can't change it, what am I going to do? Just try to find a solution. It may not be the best solution, but it's good for me at that moment. Avoid criticizing and placing blame like using the I statements to describe the problem, like be respectful and specific. For example, say, I'm upset 
that you left the table without offering to help with the dishes instead of you never do any housework. Express your thoughts instead of just pointing a blank. If you say, I'm upset because you did just take an accountability that you're upset and not just pointing at the person or saying, okay, this is what you didn't do. Don't hold grudges. That is sometimes easier said than done. Not to hold grudges when people make you mad. But I tell you, forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. Now, I know you've heard people say that. And when you're mad, you're not thinking about that. But believe when I tell you, if you keep on holding on to stuff that people have done for you, you will never be able to reach your next level. And you'll never be able to move forward. As they say, if you clench your fist and you close them, you won't be able to receive anything coming in and nothing will be able to go out. So sometimes you just got to open that hand up and say, you know what, I'm just releasing everything because we only have one time at this thing called life. And that is not something that you want to continue to do, be upset all the time, give yourself a stroke or a heart attack, dealing with people who probably don't even know you're mad. And if they do, they really don't care that you. So sometimes we have to release and let that go. Use humor to release tension. That's very good. I love laughter. I love having fun. I love cracking jokes. I love pulling pranks. So use that. And we all need it. We make everything so serious. Uh, Practice relaxation skills. Sometimes you need to meditate. Deep breathing exercise. Talk to yourself. Say, you know what? I just need to take it easy. Listen to music. Write in a journal. Whatever you need to do to relax you. And another thing, this is very important. Know when to seek help. I'm going to say this. If it had not been for me getting help, I wouldn't be in the place that I am right now to be held, holding myself accountable for different things. And kind of looking at myself when things go awry for myself. And that is what I have to do often. You know, if something happens, I have to take a look at myself. If I'm feeling a certain way, if somebody makes me feel a certain way and I feel that they're making me feel a certain way, I have to look at myself and say, well, why did that trigger this? Or why did that happen? And sometimes you're just angry. But sometimes you have to deal with those things in that way. So don't get out of hand in your life. Your mental health is just so important. And especially in the African-American communities that's saying what happens in this house stays in this house, the name of the podcast. We are so often ready to say, you know, don't tell anybody else outside this house or what happens here. And you're told to hold on to that anger. And, you know, like, we, you know, we're told to just pray about it all the time. And sometimes you need prayer and medication all at the same time. A little bit of whatever you believe in, plus some meds. And they can all work hand in hand. Believe that. Sometimes you need something that's going to calm your nerves. Because right now I can't deal with all the stress or all the things that's going in my head. And, and I need some help. And there's nothing wrong with help. There's nothing wrong with you saying, you know what? I cannot do this all by myself. I need some help. And don't be ashamed of it because we all need it. I know for me. If it wasn't for the people around me, if it wasn't for me seeking help, I've been to see counselors. I've been through all of that and all of it has helped me. There is nothing wrong with it. Don't let other people make you feel bad for doing it. Or you don't even have to tell them and that's up to you. But know that you can't have a, every problem have a solution. 
believe that. Andrew Weiss wrote a book about that. Every problem has a solution, no matter what it is that you're going through. So just think about that, too. All right. Well, I want to thank you again for listening to What Happens in This House Stays in This House podcast. And just think we are all in this together. We're doing this thing called life together because we only have one chance at this. We're going to ride it till the wheels fall off. So thank you again for listening to me. I have been your host, Tammy Montgomery Dozier. And once again, thank you. And if you want to reach me, my number is 773-251-5537. My website is www.connectedbyloveconsulting.net. Want to purchase my books at Addicted to Pain or From Fast to Freedom, False Allegiance to Destructive Stuff. I am on Amazon as well. And I'm also getting my business together so I can start selling different things like shirts and positive things. And we're going to do this thing together and we're going to make sure that we are all right. All right. Thank you guys for listening and create a great week. Thank you. Thank you.